Hello there, Alaskans, wherever you are. Welcome to the Must Read Alaska Show. Coming to you from somewhere in Alaska. This is the place where we talk about, you guessed it, Alaska. Where we keep the mainstream media on their toes and where we are standing up for what's right and a world run by leftists. You can find out more by heading over to mustreadalaska.com and also checking out the Must Read Alaska YouTube channel for some really great content. But first, let's get this party started. Well, welcome everybody to the Must Read Alaska show. I am your host, John Quick, coming to you live from somewhere in Alaska. And boy, do I have a special treat for you. We have some jam-packed shows this week just full of rock stars. And uh, today I have living legend, Mayor DeVries with us. And before we get into that, I do want to thank our listeners for listening to the show. It seems like every week we pick up new listeners, which is just totally awesome. And I want to thank our readers of the Must Read Alaska blog and our um, commenters on Facebook. All of the stuff that you all do to interact with us helps us beat the mainstream media. So we thank you for that. We also want to thank our donors. Um, we survive off of small donations that everybody that people make uh, on a monthly basis, whether it's five bucks or a hundred bucks. And if you like our cause and you like Must Read Alaska and the conservative side of the news, you can always go to mustreadalaska.com. And on the right hand side there, there's a little donate button. Um, but without further ado, I want to welcome. Mayor DeVries to the show. She has quite the long history of public service. She's been on the city council for the city of Palmer. She's been the city of Palmer mayor for over five years. She's been on the borough assembly before. She's been an Alaska state senator, served on numerous boards and commissions, and I believe has been the Matsu Bay mayor uh, two times. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Mayor. Morning. Thank you. It's a joy to be here with you. Nice. Well, how how uh, how did you first get into politics? You've had a very long and lengthy career in politics. You seem to have a lot of people really like you, which I think is very um, hard to do these days <laughs> in politics. And um, you have your likable rating is way up there. So how, how did you first get involved in politics? Well, for a short answer, out of necessity, but to flesh that out a little, a little bit, um, in, the, um, in 1971, uh, I lived in Palmer with my first husband, and we ended up going through a divorce, and, and I had uh, custody of two children, the two children that we had, uh, ages 10 and 7. And I desperately needed a job, of course, to take care of them. And um, my background in college, as well as a CPA firm that I had worked for in Ketchikan was in accounting. And uh, the city of Palmer up to that time had a combination clerk treasurer position, and they wanted to divide that. And so they wanted to have a treasurer for the first time as a standalone job. And uh, so I was interviewed for that job and I got it. And uh, so that put me into uh, politics in a deep sense of the word, as you can about imagine. I had in high school and college always been involved in clubs and sports activities and enjoyed knowing exactly what was going on and being a part of that. Uh, so um, that's how I got involved in politics. I worked there for a little over five years. 
And uh, then I became a real estate agent and was a real estate broker in the Valley for 30 some years. So, um, but that's, and then after I left the city of Palmer, went into real estate, I found out that I didn't really know all the stuff that was going on that I had been used to knowing. And so, <laughs> so uh, I got appointed to the city of Palmer Planning and Zoning Commission and was chairman for that for a short period of time and then ran for city council. And, uh, and then, and as they say, the rest is history. I've taken, even though I've had many years, uh, when you accumulate it up, it's only probably been less than a fourth of my life. But uh, it's what I'm probably more known for than anything else. So anyway, yeah, well, one of the, that's how one I of got the, involved. That's awesome. One of the cool things I really appreciate about you that I think a lot of, um, it shows that you go above and beyond with, I think is a reason that a lot of people uh, really enjoy you and like you, is you do this thing called School of Government, which I think uh -huh. is just phenomenal because there's so many people, as you know, and I know that, um, it's just hard to, I think, sometimes overwhelming or daunting for folks to know how the political world functions. How do I get involved? What does this mean? What does that mean? Tell me a little bit about how that started and what it is. Uh, what is the School of Government for folks, you know, interested in in the Valley or, or you know, just maybe interested in their own neck of the woods in Alaska, maybe doing something similar? Right. Uh, yeah, one of the Bible schools that our son and daughter, our son-in-law and daughter were involved in, in Florida, um, had a Bible school, and uh, then that Bible school started a school of government uh, to raise up leaders, uh, and um, never paid too much attention to it or anything, but then when in the city of Palmer, uh, a year ago, this last fall, when we had the um, the council at the city had switched from conservative to liberal, and one of the first pieces of legislation they had introduced was a mass mandate uh, for the city of Palmer, and um, we had, well, I think, 17 hours of testimony uh, regarding both pros and cons on that. And when we were done, um, it was defeated. But uh, the people that were, you know, more freedom-loving people, and you know, had been busy raising their kids, et cetera, et cetera, just said to me, "Edna, you know, uh, how do we stop things like this? How how do we, you know, keep this from happening? And what is happening in, in our quiet little town of?" of Palmer and anybody that's been to Palmer, it's beautiful, as you know, and uh, this quaint uh, sort of uh, was settled by the colonists in the 1930s and uh, many ways contribute and uh, continue to have that community spirit. And so as my husband and I thought about that, and then we talked to our son-in-law, and so um, we started out having this school of government and um, it is our mission is to educate, motivate and involve. And so those are the things we're trying to do through it. We meet a couple times a month uh, at a church on the Palmer Real Life Church on Palmer Wasilla Highway. We do do a live Facebook stream. So anybody 
with Facebook can listen in or later on listen. It's all on a Facebook page that we all call School of Government. So we have done classes on um, how to get involved in politics. Uh, why, why would I want to get involved in politics? The founding of the United States. Uh, we've had um, Marlo Byrd twice on the state constitution. Uh, we've had Nikki Sabaka twice on the US constitution. We've had a lot of candidates, whether it's Kelly or Nick, or we just uh, last Monday night had Tuckerman Babcock, who when I was in the Senate was my age. So oh, that's uh, awesome. anything that he accomplished, uh, I always feel like, you know, he's part of my son. And um, then when he was one time, the lightest time when he was chairman of the Republican Party. I was a secretary with him. And so it's just uh, people like that. The week, a uh, couple of weeks before that, we had Sarah Palin come and answer questions. And um, so we are, we're just trying to educate people. One of the things that is my responsibility as the mayor of the Matsu Borough is boards and commissions. And when you add up all the boards and commissions that the Matsu Borough has, we have 53 of them. Wow. And that's planning, platting, uh, agriculture, uh, road service areas, fire service areas, you know, and um, there were a number of vacancies. And so I talked to in the School of Government about that was some of the boards and commissions meet monthly, some meet four times a year, uh, you know, similar to the boards and commissions on the state level. And so we talked about both levels and a people applying and uh, that was an easy way, uh, I think, for people to get involved to find out really if they like the slow turning of the government, <laughs> which <laughs> is as fast paced as their lives generally, and uh, as well as, uh, um, you know, or helping with campaigns. We we've always have the candidates for whether it's city of Palmer, city of Wasilla, borough assembly, state, federal, in and, and of course, we allowed them to ask for volunteers. We have done petitions uh, signing regarding on federal issues as well as state issues that we thought uh, our representatives maybe weren't paying too much attention to us. So we've just tried to have a well-rounded idea like that. We've had Bob Bird come recently and talk to us about Constitutional Convention. Uh, which is a real new topic, even to the majority of us who's been here, who have voted no for, I don't know how many times. And uh, so, so we try to keep current as well as give some basic fundamentals uh, to be able to, uh, and we don't charge any tuition. People can come and go. We do send out um, notices on meetings on text. That's we don't do emails. It's just much easier to send out on text. And, and so uh, the only thing we ask when people come, if you do want to have a text that you sign up, because our texting service wants to be sure that we have people's permission to send them a text and we are just not, you know, taking them out of the phone book or someplace. So yeah. uh, anyway, so that's been the School of Government. We're enjoying it very much. And I think it's been very beneficial. That's awesome. It sounds like it's been a tremendous success. I've um, oh. talked to some folks that have been to it and they just felt like, man, why this is like the best. I wish was, I wish this was happening five, 10 years ago, but you're doing it now. 
-huh. it's, it's well attended. You're getting some who's who of the uh, kind of Alaskan guests that are in the political world. So I think the sky's the limit with that. I, th I think it's a really awesome idea that you guys are Facebook living it. So for folks uh -huh. that are listening, I have Mayor DeVries here talking about the Matsu Borough and the School of Government. If you go into Facebook, I'm sure you could just type in uh, Palmer or, or Wasilla School of Government and the Facebook page will pop up and folks can watch the Facebook lives for right. free and uh -huh. and, uh, and learn all there is to know about how government uh, works and the ins and outs of the slow churning butter process. Um, so what is it about the Matsu, Matsu that you've loved? You've, you've served, uh, like I've said, in very numerous different capacities and you've stayed. And I think uh, that shows some resiliency of the fact that you probably really enjoy living in, in the Matsu. Tell, tell the listeners here, um, maybe some behind the curtains reasons why you love the Matsu borough. Um, well, I think some of the reasons, you know, maybe we've hit on a little bit is the feeling of community. And I think we especially have that in Palmer. And, and when I ran for borough last fall uh, and last summer, that was one of the things I wanted to talk about is that uh, people feel that they can approach their government leaders and it's open uh, when they come and they're listened to as well as caring for each other and building that community spirit, uh, neighbor watching out for neighbors, not on an imposing, uh, I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna report you type of uh, reason, but just for the fact that they are there. Uh, and so, um, and you know, what's not to love? You know, I mean, we got mountains, we got glaciers, we got hiking trails, we have, roads traffic problems i mean it's all it's all in the matsu rural that's awesome well what's what are uh, um with your various aspects of, of service throughout the years what are a couple of accomplishments that you're super proud of uh, that you've been able to you know accomplish over the last uh what <laughs> is it a decade or so? I don't want to uh, age you. Oh, here, that's but... okay. My my birth date's on my Facebook page, so <laughs> we'll so say I, last I, couple I, years. I, 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 in fact, I enjoy it and enjoy seeing the shock look on people's faces and and uh, when uh, when uh, they don't know me. So um, I think, as I mentioned, the you know turning back the mass mandate that in was trying to be imposed upon um, the city of Palmer that I think was a major accomplishment. Um, the uh, My mayor position at the borough is different than what my mayor position was at the city of Palmer. And I have just veto power. I don't sponsor legislation or can't vote, but uh, proud of our borough assembly this last year of just reducing the mill levy, even though we saw skyrocket assessment valuations going on. And when people were concerned about that, being able to listen to them and uh, say, just wait, give the assembly time. Again, the slow moving, uh, you know, uh, that uh, they they will take into consideration. And uh, so I, I think that listening to people, caring for people, is one of the things I think that I feel is my best accomplishment. Um, the other thing I think, again, is like building the community, caring for 
uh, the community where where you live, and as well as uh, what other things that I've done since I become mayor is that I do a podcast uh, two or three days before the meeting just to talk. And our meetings are streamed live, and people can call in or come in person. So we were already doing that before I became mayor. Uh, so I do the podcast before just going over not absolutely everything, because as you know, sometimes our agenda packets are several hundred pages, but the items I think that people would most be interested in. And then the next morning after the assembly meeting, I do another podcast that talks about what the assembly accomplished, what they postponed. And, uh, and so we, we do those, the borough puts them up on their website and then I share them and lots of other people share them. And I get good comments about that. So, um, and I have two, well, one mayor Facebook, one personal Facebook, and of course the School of Government Facebook. So uh, just trying to be uh, available and all kinds on all kinds of different platforms. And uh, so I think those, I think, are what I think right now, anyway, the best accomplishment. Who knows what today might bring that this week, <laughs> this week or this month may bring uh, in trying to uh, accomplish something that we get hit with. We had, uh, you know, wind storms this last January where people were without electricity. Uh, and then we had a big snowfall. And uh, so the people in the valley are pretty... Um, self-reliant and um, I think as long as they know what is going on that that gives them a little bit more rest and a little bit more peace but and so we had press conferences uh, during those times uh, letting them know what the electric company was doing uh, how they were bringing in reinforcements from Fairbanks as well as Anchorage and Eagle River to help us and uh, so uh, uh, people people like to know. I, I don't think yep. people are basically trying to be critical, but they're in some ways just frustrated uh, about not knowing what's going on. Yeah, one of the things I love that you're doing is I, I've seen it a couple of times is you're you're going on Facebook Live, I might presume before these meetings happen to kind of uh -huh. explain what's going on. I think that is just genius because it is such low hanging fruit. And it's honestly very easy to do because you know the packet probably better than uh, most people, average person in the borough. And you can hit on those points that are important to folks. And I think that this is something that the, all the way from the top, the governor of our state down to state and state and local representatives to school board superintendents. This is something that I think folks should be doing all the time that are in elected positions or high level positions like school board school superintendents mm -hmm. is just get on facebook live and inform your folks on what's going on because unfortunately the same 10 people you know read the press releases and look mm -hmm. at the um you know the the, the public media broadcasts you're going to get 10 times 100 times more folks that'll watch your facebook live so kudos to you because you are literally the most cutting edge elected official in Alaska because you are using Facebook Live more than anybody else. So nice work. Okay. Um, uh, so what are you excited about for maybe this next year or, you know, what what's one of the things you hope to accomplish um, 
in your first uh, in your term here as mayor? Do you have anything on the horizon that is kind of like your uh, big goal to do before uh, your first term would end or this um, term would end? Yeah, um, I think just trying to uh, continue to reach out uh, uh, now uh, during the budget time and the budget was adopted the end of May. And uh, and so now I'm starting to go out to some of the community councils uh, and trying to get people just, you know, involved and active uh, regarding what's what is going on. Um, and I'm you know, I'm open to whatever. I, I don't do, I'm, I could do Twitter and Instagram, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm just sort of stay, stuck with Facebook. And I know some of the younger people will say, yeah, that's an old person's <laughs> uh, platform. And so I'm using that, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so I want to continue to do that. Um, and uh, we, you know, we have to continue to address the concerns people have regarding junk cars that are being placed on right-of-ways, MEAs, easement, et cetera, and uh, continue to be responsive to the people, but uh, letting them know that there are some of these things that take some time. Uh, we are a second-class borough, so we don't have all of the powers that, say, City of Anchorage has. Uh, or, you know, the municipality of Anchorage, really, I guess, is what it is called now. Uh, I go back prior when there was a city <laughs> and a borough of Anchorage. And so, uh, but, um, so th those are the things, I think. Um, right now, I don't know. Uh, we have talked some about uh, trying to, uh, because the packet is, the agenda packet is sort of overwhelming when somebody you know, starts to look at it and to see if there would be a way that uh, people could put in a key phrase, say, if they were interested in junk cars or they're interested in something, an LID, a local improvement district that might be going on in their area, that they could put in some keywords and it would pop up, say, the last six months of actions that uh, had contained that keyword. Um, so, we have a top-of-the-line IT department and um, all of our, you know, records, our checkbook, and all of that is on our borough website. And so we're just trying to be as transparent as, as we can be. And uh, one of the, I guess, maybe selfish reasons that I go to the community council meetings and to all events that are going on, people out there have good ideas. Yeah. Uh, and and sometimes they don't I don't I'm not even sure they believe or think about it as a good idea. But, you know, good old common sense that, well, have you thought about this or have you thought about that? No, well, we haven't. But, yeah, that might work and that might help uh, more people. Uh, but I'm not one that believes government's the answer for everything. Um, I think that uh, our own self-reliance is very important, our churches and our uh, you know, community events, whether it's Lions, Rotary, Kiwanis, all contribute greatly to our community and building uh, the borough to be the best place to work, play, and live in. That's awesome. So uh, there has to be probably be somebody or a couple people that you've looked up to over the years. Um, who do you consider your, uh, your hero? Well, um, I have a strong belief in God. So God, of course, comes to the top without any problem. Um, 
and I um, started getting, you know, was involved, uh, but also I uh, got more involved, I think, when President Reagan was there. And I'll have to tell you a funny story. Do we have time for a funny story? Oh, we story? have. We always have time okay. for stories from when, Lord of Rings. When, when I was in the Senate, um, the White House had invited senators from uh, and House members from all over the United States to come to the White House for a luncheon. And um, this had been just oh, just a few months after I had remarried. I had been a single mom for uh, 13 years. And then um, I met my current husband, Noel, and we married and we have a blended family. But one of the things I hadn't done yet was I hadn't gotten a new Social Security card. So when they were ushering us in uh, to the White House, of course, my driver's license had debris and my social security card still had Armstrong on it. <laughs> and so I had to wait while everybody else went in. And uh, so they came and interviewed me or did whatever, checked something, you know, to find out I, you know, wasn't going to do something bad, I guess. And they let me in. And so, so all the tables were assigned. There was uh, like six people at a table uh with you know somebody from the administration and so by the time i got in of course everybody else at my table had uh, there were only two seats available so i walked around uh to the one seat and i was going to sit down and the the other uh, senators were there said that's the president's seat you can't sit there. <laughs> so then i went around to the other vacant seat and so uh, that was uh, certainly a thrill, and and uh, to have that, we so of course had lunch and and talked for a few minutes with the president, and that was even though the dining room was filled with other tables. Alice Hanley, who I'm sure you probably recognize the name, was a representative that went with me. She st uh, st uh, shared or uh, served in the state house during the time I was senator, and she sat at the table with Vice President Bush. Oh, so, wow. Even though we're both from Alaska, you know, this probably one of the smallest populated states, we had very prestige seating arrangements. So so President Reagan and being able to talk to him and see his humility, and um, I think in many ways how he cared for the people um, would be up there. Um, and um, I guess in some ways, President Trump, because he opened our eyes to, I think, see, even if you, you know, get through all of the negativity that people say about him and stuff, but he was not afraid to tackle some really tough issues and to help us to open our eyes to see um, that our country wasn't this 1950s, 1940s, um, you know, house on the prairie type. Uh, government that we thought it was. And uh, so there are many things in his life I do not admire, uh, but I do admire that courage and boldness and, uh, that I saw in him. Awesome. Well, is there anything else that we missed under the sun? The uh, stage is yours. Uh, if you want to talk about anything else that I didn't cover or any last things that you'd like to say. No, I I think you did excellent. Thank you very much for inviting yeah. me. It's been my pleasure. But I guess I would just encourage people to reach out to 
their elected officials. Do not be intimidated, but be respectful. Uh, you know, don't accuse them for the fact that gas is $7 a gallon now, um, you know, especially on the local level. Uh, but be respectful to them and don't hesitate to reach out to them. I, I think the majority, no, there isn't, I don't think, any elected official in the state of Alaska and or probably in the United States that thinks, well, I am just going to get elected so that I can lord it over all of those other people. That neighbor of mine that's been irritating me for the last five years, I'm going to get them this time. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think anybody has that. They, they want to contribute to their community and, and they see things that need to be fixed and and they want to represent you. And I just encourage people to reach out to me. Um, as I said, government turns slowly, a lot more slowly than we would like in many. But that's also good in many ways because we need to get people's input regarding, you know, there was a question about changing something. Say somebody brought up the fact they wanted to change the Matsu borough. And we did have this in the local Palmer area, as you know, where the chamber didn't want to have colony days, they wanted to have another name. Yeah. And, um, and so uh, it's good then that the people can uh, make their opinions known and make changes. And, um, and it's good for us as elected officials that we listen to all sides. We don't have to compromise our basic beliefs and our basic morals or our campaign uh, promises that we made. Um, but it is important that everybody get a chance to be heard. And I encourage people to reach out to me and we'll walk through whatever your concern is together and hopefully come up with a, a better solution and make the Matsu borough even a better place to live, which is very hard to believe. Well, thank you so much for folks that are listening. You have Mayor DeVries here. She's literally a living legend, has served in various capacities over the years from Senate to Matsu borough mayor. And she runs uh, with help and with other folks, the School of Government in the Matsu Valley and uh, helps people understand the ins and outs of government. Thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you so much for to our listeners who are listening in, who read our blogs and uh, chime in on Facebook. We, we uh, do this for you all. And we love providing the conservative side of news all over Alaska. And for those of you interested in helping support the cause, you can go to mustardalaska.com. On the right hand side there there's a donate button uh, we survive off of small donations that people make every month five bucks ten bucks twenty bucks a hundred bucks and so thank you to those folks that do support us we really really appreciate it uh, until tomorrow i have uh, uh tomorrow i have a guest and an author which is going to be pretty exciting she lived in alaska for 20 years and has just recently written a book that's won an award and she's a on the Amazon's number one seller list. So it'll be pretty awesome to, to hear from this author tomorrow. We're gonna to be doing a book giveaway and we're also gonna be giving away, I would say $200 in Must Read Alaska swag because guess what? It's our 200th episode tomorrow. So folks, you wanna chime in tomorrow because you could win up to uh, $200 in Must Read Alaska swag and a signed copy of the book for the, from the author tomorrow. So thank you so much for listening. Until next time, from somewhere in Alaska, I'm John Quick.